ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Formula One is back. I'm Matt from P1 with Matt and Tommy, the only F1 podcast you need to keep you up to date across the 2023 season. We'll be with you across every single race weekend with instant reaction to the biggest stories as soon as the chequered flag falls. So if you're a seasoned F1 veteran or you've just started watching Drive to Survive, we've got you covered. Search P1 with Matt and Tommy, hit that subscribe button and start listening now. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. What's up, guys? Welcome back to 90 Day Fiance, Crazy Love the Podcast, or Married to Reality, depending on when you're listening to this. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. Unlike Victor, she's watched every single episode of this show. It's <laughs> the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? And that's right. Did he really say it? Yeah, did he, he never watch? He did not do his homework. He came unprepared he walked in and he goes i don't know i've never seen an episode of this show i mean do we trust him yeah i don't think it's a hit show on providencia no but since you're on it wouldn't you be curious still i don't know i don't think he's the first person who's never seen the show that's been on the show Mm. i'm not that surprised but i guess i would do my homework before a tell all those are the things that you got to go in knowing who's who Who's Sean? What kind of questions are coming my way? How do I respond? Do I tell the whole truth? Nothing but the truth. So help me. Or do I lie? And some people try to lie. Some people try to keep secrets to themselves, Stephen. Mm-hmm. And they were called out. Listen, I don't buy that he did not know what he's walking into. Okay. I kind of buy it. I, kinda, I don't. I, I think he it. lies too. I mean. Really? Well, we know that, I guess. So. People who cheat lie. That's, well, that's for sure. So him playing it cool, meh, maybe he didn't binge watch every episode of every season like we have, right? Mm, guilty. But he definitely watched the show. Guilty. Get out of here. Guilty. All right. Who knows? Who knows? What I do know is that we're very excited to be here. We are in the midst of a name change. I'm going to say most of you guys listening It's probably Tuesday or Wednesday, Mm -hmm. and the name change is official. So welcome. Welcome back to Married to Reality. Married to Reality. Thanks for being here. Thanks for finding us or for sticking around with the name change. Speaking of the name change, we had to change the Instagram to go along with the new name. And I'm not going to say where to follow us right now because I don't know where you're listening Mm -hmm. or when you're listening. Go to the show notes. We'll have the Instagram handle in the show notes. Mm -hmm. So that's where you can find it and then follow us. Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher. That hasn't changed. It hasn't changed how easy it is to follow. All you have to do is look down and smash that follow button. Yeah, guys. Smash it like it's as hot as our new name. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a double hot. Oh, this is a double hot. We thought Ellie was she looking fine. Really good. Really? 
spot. Not as good as our new name. No. <laughs> uh, to me, she looked like a manager at TJ Maxx. She what? was Yeah, she was dressed as managerial, uh, trying to sex it up with those high boots. Now that the boots were really? pretty good. Looking, looking a little home goodsy. Looking but like she was strolling the house at home goods. She cleaned up nice. They puffed her hair. Oh, I, I barely recognized they her with the makeup up her on. Hair. Yeah, makeup and the earrings. I thought she looked good. All right, well, let's save it. Let's save it for outfits the segment. But yes, it is hot. It is hot all around. So please smash the follow button or press that plus sign. You know, if you're on Apple Podcasts, you got to press that plus sign. Therese is still not on board with that, but hey, I'm going <laughs> to say it because people need to know. You're just trying to start a catchphrase. No, I'm not. I'm trying to get people to follow yeah, this podcast. Yeah, you are, but okay, okay. Okay, okay. Last, whatever. last but not least, if you haven't left a review yet, and a ton of you guys have, so thank you for that. But if you haven't, please do. It really helps the podcast, especially since we we're changing the name. It helps the rankings. It helps people find us. It helps us know that you guys are enjoying it or you guys provide feedback. It's great. We love it. So if you haven't left a review, please do. Yes. Great. Thank you for your support. <laughs> Speaking of reviews, got a nice one. Got a really nice one here oh. that I would love to read. Okay. This one comes to us from our friend, Poor Professor. Hello, Poor Professor. What did your students do to you, Poor Professor, mm. that you feel like you are a Poor Professor? I mean, kids, am I right? Uh, yeah, you're not wrong. Spitballs. <laughs> Spitballs. What's what's spitballs? You don't know what a spitball is? No. Get a straw. Then you take the wrapper of the straw. Ew. Put it in your mouth. Get a little moist from your saliva. You ball it up. Put it in a straw. Right at the professor. Right at the poor professor. Why would you do that? Because kids are jerks. Not something I've ever done, but I've seen it done. You would get expelled if you check it in public. You would get expelled. Yeah, it's, it's not good. The worst I ever did was I put chalk in an eraser. You can kind of peel open the underside of an eraser and you stick a piece of chalk in there. It's a little hidden, a little bit of a secret. And when the poor professor goes to erase the chalkboard, it actually chalks up the chalkboard because there's chalk wedged in there. A little uh, bit of an April Fool's gag. Okay. Big hit on April 1st. But that's that's as bad as I guess, as naughty as I get. I don't think I've ever done anything. Such a goody two But I know we had a professor in middle school and one of the guys in my class, he was trying to be cool, yeah. right? And he was talking back at him and my professor grabbed his big stack of keys, mm. threw it at him, hit his in the head. I think that was a janitor with the and keys, but okay. It was an issue. Sounds like it. Mm-hmm. Sounds like it. Okay. Mm-hmm. But poor professor... They write five stars. You guys are great. Okay. Thank you. Poor mm-hmm. professor. I like it. Like you guys it. are great. Your podcast makes my week. It's a great show. You guys managed to break down the show without being mean. And that's my favorite thing about it. Oh. I feel like because his students or her students are probably mean. I was just going to say, they I like- hope they, <laughs> he, or, he or she don't listen with their students. Well, why not? We're trying to grow this audience. As long I as mean, they're college age. Professor, they're college age. Oh, that's they can, true. They can get in on this. High school are professors too. No, those are just teachers, at least in the States. Okay. They're high school teachers. We professors have are college. Professors in gymnasium high schools in okay. Czech are professors. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Um, but that's not all. They go on to say, it's also nice to hear what a 
happy, healthy relationship sounds like. Oh. Which we don't always see on 90 Day Fiance. Nice job. Smiley face emoji. What a review. I love it. What a review, poor professor. Love it. Thank you very much, poor you're professor. My, you're my favorite professor. We wish you wealth. Wealth? Wealthy. Wealth? Happy New Year. Okay. I mean, if you think he's poor. Health and happiness. Oh, I don't. I didn't think they were talking monetarily poor. I think it was like poor professor. Like, oh, I did like, too. But womp womp. Listen, who doesn't want money for true for New Year's? I want money for New Year's. That's all I want. Money. Just give me money. That's all I want. What's, what's her name? Uh, Mother Asuelu. Mother Asuelu. Oh, Lucina. Lucina. <laughs> yeah. So thank you, poor professor. That's an awesome review. We appreciate that so much. And if you guys haven't left one, please do. Please Love do. it. Thank you very much. We hope your kids are nice too. Yeah. <laughs> Send them to us. We'll talk to them for you. All right. Before we get into this tell-all, sure. before we get into this episode... How about a little 90 day, by the way? Sure. All right. Oh. All right. Okay. I on. mean, this is your last, by the way, of this season. Yeah. I mean, we're going to roll into it next week, so. Well, yeah, but I know the by the way, is different because it's a general idea. Yeah. But still, this is the last episode of the season. Well, you're putting a lot of pressure on me. A lot of you're pressure. You're putting a lot of pressure that I don't know that I can live up to, but. Just try. Let's Just try. try our best. Okay. We know Jen, Libby's sister, sister Libby, Jen. Mm-hmm. Okay. She was recently on another podcast. Okay. E for explicit. Mm-hmm. This is a podcast. It's a guy. He seems to interview just about anyone. Really. He's got some reality people on there and some others. And he got Jen. Okay. And it's about an hour or so long interview. And I learned a little bit that I thought I would share. What did you learn? Here's what I learned. For one, Jen not only works in real estate with her family and her friends. Mm -hmm. She's got some real estate workings with her friends. She also works in surrogacy. Okay. Is she doing the surrogacy? She's not a surrogate. She works to onboard surrogate mothers. Oh, interesting. She helps people set up their profile, get their tests done, and then she matches the surrogates with parents looking for a surrogate. Oh, that's interesting. It's interesting, right? Something they never covered on the yeah. show. Probably because it's a little too professional. You probably don't want to mix yeah. that in with the drama that is 90 Day Fiance. But I thought that was interesting. So that's pretty cool to learn. And then she goes on and she talks about the show. A little behind the scenes of the show. And I don't want to spoil it all here. But a couple of things that I found fascinating. For one, that RV that they rented. Yeah. All legitimate. They thought they were getting a nicer one. I don't know if production kind of punked them or not, but they were presented as it's going to be this nice RV. I mean, and then it shows up and they're like, wait, what? This is it? It wasn't bad looking RV. A little outdated, I think. Was it, it? It wasn't the top of the line. Well, no, but the top of the line is for the Justin Bieber's of the world. Yeah, those things are And that's not 000. them. Yeah. yeah. So that whole thing was real. Chuck wanted to take the RV to see the fam and they got it and they were a little surprised at the quality of the RV. So that was legit. Interesting. Then the fight at the family cookout 
also legit. Mm. Jen said she got in between Libby and Meg because she really thought Libby was going to kill Meg. She's like, this is going too crazy. I got to intervene before someone gets hurt. I was going to say it would be the other way around. Like Meg looked Mm. more aggressive. Mm Mm-hmm. She was, yeah. I mean, she, good for Olivia. I she guess she learned something. something from her hubby. Yeah. And then the most wild thing that was legitimate that Jen said was Charlie's speech at the Moldovan wedding. 100% real, 100% authentic. Him drunk? Yeah. So apparently they were going to stop production for the night. They were going to say, we filmed, we got some great footage. We're going to shut down. You guys enjoy the rest mm-hmm. of the wedding. But then Charlie grabbed the <laughs> mic. And production was like, no, keep rolling. Keep rolling. We got to get this. And I loved it. They kept rolling. He was wasted. It was all legitimate. And apparently after he gave his speech, production tried to do the interview, tried to do the confessional with him. Charlie was so wasted. They couldn't even get a sentence out of him. And I didn't think, I didn't think that it was that authentic of a moment. I thought, oh, they must have. Because he was... Clearly drunk. Schlammered. Absolutely schlammered. So when you're drunk, you just say and do about anything that your mind but you didn't helps think, you to. You didn't think the producers were like, Charlie, you should give a speech. You should give a toast. It's no, your- I feel like Charlie has his own mind. He sure does. He sure yeah, does. I did think that that was genuine. However, I did think the fight was genuine too. Although maybe I thought... Oh, maybe it was a little exaggerated, but then there was the bouncer. The bouncer was there. So I did think that was real too. But I, yeah. about the RV, I thought it was like a prank. Yeah. No, it's all, it's all legitimate. It w- the RV would have been great, but they should have gotten either a way bigger one or two. Yeah. Because it was too many people too for many the people. RV. It was too many people. But it's good to hear that it's all on the up yeah. and up. It's all authentic. I'm not going to give everything away if you want to hear more from Jen. Check out the E for Explicit podcast. I will check it out. Apparently, Becky's going to be on a future episode. So let's hear sister what... Sister Becky. Sister, sister. <laughs> Sisters. Let's, Sisters. Let's hear what Becky has to say. Maybe I'll come back with a by the way. A Becky About by, Becky. A Becky by the way. Yeah. Mm, come Becky. From Becky. Come back. Oh, come Becky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Let's go to number two. <laughs> by the way, number two. All right. All right. A short and sweet one. Jess... Colty's ex, okay. Jess, she just launched a new business venture. Last, what is it? Last Kiss by Jess Caroline. It is a vegan lipstick and lip gloss. Ah. <laughs> Here's the thing. Next. Can't find a website. Can't find anywhere to buy it. No prices. Nothing really. She launched it on Instagram. It's a couple of pictures that she posted she's got her packaging she's got her logo she's got her friends showing it off actually Courtney Courtney, Courtney. is in a photo showing it off but that's about it you can't find where to buy it or how to buy it and mm. she's like get it for Christmas and I'm like how I don't know how so kind of a poor rollout but you can find it on Instagram at last kiss Jess Caroline let's if- wait for Courtney's photo with the eczema on her face what do you mean oh because of the the product is probably... Yeah, honestly, Jess and her husband... Who, Brian? Brian. <laughs> they couldn't even afford a place to live. Yeah. Like, I guess they probably collected some money on OnlyFans. I can see that, right? Yeah. But her launching a lipstick... Come on. Doesn't even make sense. Why? No, like- and be like, who? How is she producing her vegan lipsticks? And I can tell you how, right? Mm-hmm. And this is just me speculating, but 
This yeah, definitely how, say this is a, your assumption. You don't know this. My assumption, 100%, how a lot of people do their businesses with clothes, etc. And with makeup as well. You order it cheap with China and you relabel it. Sure. You order a plain product and you smash a label on it. Yeah. And you sell it as something super vegan and super just meanwhile. I don't even think she knows what's in it. Who knows? Who, Who knows? knows? This, this is, is you speculating. This is you 100%. throwing all sorts of shade at her. Because I don't see her as um, like a big mastermind behind something. Does it make sense? Yeah, I just don't know why she's trying to get into this industry out of all the businesses she could pursue. She should have started a shoe line, like Last Shoe or Jess Throws Shoes because that was her big Ooh, that was her big idea. moment on the show was her throwing a shoe at Colty. Very true. I would, you know, you get a couple pumps or stilettos and now or we're talking. Or sell glasses. She has like a bowl oh, of yeah. glasses. She should like, do a glasses line. A do a glasses yeah. line. Yeah, like why are you doing a lipstick? I honestly, and I said it before when I think Yara came up with a makeup line. Oh, who doesn't have a makeup How line? How many people are going to really trust some weird makeup line? Like you're putting it on your face. Yeah. Yara got into some hot water. I don't want to get too into it because who knows what the truth is. But some people are saying, oh, you're you're doing what Therese is saying people are doing. You're just buying all this cheap product and relabeling. Oh, and someone, like, someone quoted me? No. Uh, what you just said now. Oh, well, yeah. The people said she's doing that. She's saying, I'm not doing that. I actually am working with someone on this product that's just the packaging that I'm buying in bulk. So who knows? Let's not get into it. But Jess, you're entering a crowded market space here. You got Yar with the line. You got Tiffany with the line. Darcy and Stacy have the House mm-hmm. of Eleven makeup line. You're not going to stand out, I don't think, no. Jess. You should have done shoes. You should have done glasses. Plus, let me tell you this. There are so many makeup brands. And either you so want to be a little fancy, you go to Sephora or something more affordable, that's still good. You go to freaking CVS. Yeah. And there's so many that sometimes when I need uh, you know, something cheaper, I go to CVS. Target. And I stand, or Target. And I stand there for 20 minutes mm. looking at all those mm. products. Yeah, right? it's a crowded space. Right? I go to Sephora. I spend there two hours and half of my paycheck. Mm. But those are the products I trust because right. I'm like, someone must have tested them to put them in these stores, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I don't think I would necessarily just try something that someone on the 90 Day Fiance said that's their product. And again, at least Tiffany, she's a cosmetologist. Yeah, I was going to say if I would try anything, but probably something from Tiffany. Yeah, yeah. she knows makeup. That's, yeah. her, that's her thing. So Jess, good luck. Good luck. I think you're going to need it. Sure. Just keep showing your boobs and come up with glass frames. Glasses. Glasses frames. Yeah. For sure. All right. Well, that's by the way, which brings us to the reason we are here, which is Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance. The other way, tell all part one and only one. Just one tell all. Just one tell all. Everybody knows the rules. That's all you needed. (laughs) That was more than enough. It's all you needed. It was Probably my least favorite episode of the season. Yeah, I I tell you why. And I said it on our live last night. Guys, if you didn't join, what what are you doing? We had a nice little crew there. It was yeah, fun. Yeah, it was it was it's fun. Good to see you guys there. So thank I you. I have to say, for some reason, I was a little tired. Oh, I wasn't drunk. Okay. I yawned. Okay. I yawned. You did yawn, and you also ordered that I go get you another glass of wine. That so. was after I yawned. Okay. To like wake me up. Sure. I was very yeah, tired. Alcohol is known to wake people up. I was very tired. Okay. But it was still great. It was fun. But as I said, 
they really hyped it out so well because the previews looked so spicy. Mm. And I was like, yes, like bring it on. I'm so excited. And then the story started unveiling and it was like, oh my gosh, Steven, this and this and that. And then Alina's like, yeah, yeah, I knew about it. Yeah. Right? I don't want to give anything away. We'll talk about it. But it was almost like, oh, you're so hyped up. And then it was like, oh, like, you know, it goes up and down and up and down. And then it's just like flat. It just ends it's all It's all editing. It's all trying to get butts yeah. in the seats. And we've said it before. TLC was- doesn't care if you're happy with the episode. All they care about is that you watched the episode. True. So they're going to do all the marketing they can to get you to watch the show. I was going to add, I almost feel that Sean Robinson was bored. Yeah. She wasn't that, you know, sometimes she gets so sassy and yeah. really into it and she laughs. Not this time. Nothing. I no, think even her dress wasn't really good. Oh boy. That whole thing. Oh boy. I'll get there. I think what added to the lacklusterness of it, and let me be clear, it had its moments. It did. It had its it moments. But I think what added to the lacklusterness was it was half in person, half at home. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a completely Skyped tell all. It yeah. wasn't a completely in person tell all. True. It was a meeting at work where half the team is at home and the other half's in the office and there's no synergy. There's no Mm -hmm. chemistry. Angela can't stand up and storm off. She's not there. It it was a little, a little flat, Mm -hmm. but it had its moments and I'm happy it did because it definitely gives us something to talk about. Oh, for sure. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about the arrivals. Let's talk about the arrivals. We're in New York city. We always are. We love New York city. Mm -hmm. We love to see it. Ellie and Victor first to show up. They show up together. I think Victor is more pumped about NYC than about this whole tell-all. It was his first time in the Big Apple. First time seeing the show. First time in the Big Apple. A lot, a lot of, of first firsts. times for him. A lot of firsts for Victor. He looked good. I thought he looked good. I think he looks the same all the time. I think this was the best he looked. I think mm. that blazer was nice on him, that velvet. Are we doing Alpha's the segment? Yeah, but not yet. Okay. Gee. So what are, we, what are we doing here? What are we doing Pump here? the brakes. What are we doing? Brakes. You take the lead then. So well, Ellie and Victor come in. Yes. And then we have Steven. Yes. But he's alone. As mm. we learned, Alina's waiting for her visa. So she's in Russia. Steven, his first quote is, married life's been better than I expected it to be. Why? Because you are not together. Well, why do people get married if they expect it to be bad? I don't know. It's better than I expected. Well, if you thought it was going to be bad, why'd you propose to her? You should have no expectation from your marriage. It should be the same as your relationship. Which was a few weeks, so there's not much to go off True. there. True. But again, Stephen and I'm sure Alina, they're one of the people who thinks... Oh, yeah, we're going to fix everything with the marriage. Mm-hmm. Because you're so happy on your wedding day. Everyone is. Even if your relationship sucks, you're still happy on your wedding day. Yeah, even Evelyn was happy on her wedding day. Oh, very true. But that doesn't last if you're not happy in your relationship. The one day is not going to fix it. Nope. Nope. Okay, so that's Stephen and Alina. They're there. Then who's next? Kenny and Armando's just at home. Kenny, Armando's at home, but don't you worry. Kenny's just there because of his daughter. Mm. He's about to pop a baby. Oh, very close. But Armando is home with Hannah. So they're good. They're good. Oh, good. Okay. And Steven meets Kenny and says, oh, he looks much older in person than on TV. This was the first taste 
of Steven. Tell All Steven, mm-hmm. where we go, okay, he's the new Julia. He's here oh, to stir yeah. shit up. Oh, yeah. He's And he's picking a fight with the wrong mm-hmm, person. Because mm-hmm. as we learn, Kenny was there from day one, before day mm-hmm. one, trying to give Alina and Steven a heads up of how things were going to go, show them the ropes. And here he is trash talking everyone's favorite, Kenny. Now I almost feel like maybe Steven got on the show to get the ladies. Forget mm. Alina and the marriage mm. and all the, all the Mormon stuff. He just, just wanted the ladies. Yeah. It's apparently working out for him. But yeah, don't trash Kenny. Like, Kenny's the bomb. Come on. Come on. Okay. So that happens. Then we get Jenny and Samit, who are in India. Mm-hmm. Okay. So business as usual. Armando and Cora and Evelyn are joining online. Yep. As well. They're Skyping in. Ari and Baby in person. In person. Mm. Okay, so that's that's the first clue that Baby did get some sort of visa. Do you have the feeling that Ari is like a chameleon? She looks different every single time she's mm. on camera. And forget her head. It's her face. Her face changes. I'll give you that. I'll like give you that. She looks different every single time. And like sometimes... She had this really old highlights that basically was like half of her head highlighted, half of her head natural hair, which I don't even count. That's just, you know, didn't take care of herself. But her face is changing rapidly. Mm. Like, what does she do? And I feel like either she keeps gaining and losing weight or she keeps trying new makeup, but she looks different every single time. Maybe a little uh, needle here and there, maybe a nip and tuck. Well, I don't there. think she was doing anything like that in Ethiopia. Well, she was in the States for months at well, a time and then so went you back. Think, then- you think Janice and Fred don't even pay for their living situation for the kid. They also pay for her Botox. Yeah. Oh, for <laughs> sure. Well, she's also getting money from the show. Living so the she's best got a, life. She's got a little bit of cash coming in. Who knows what she's doing with it? But yeah, I, I agree with you. She's She's got the many faces, the many faces of Ari. Okay. And then... That's it, right? Yeah, they're ready. They say, hey, guys, we're ready to roll. And everyone walks on set, yeah. sees everyone on TV. And this is where Outfits the Segment is happening. I really feel like we should have done Outfits the Segment before. I really feel like we we had a great opportunity to talk about everyone's outfits. But now we're going to go back and talk about going their outfits. Back. Now everyone's sitting down, okay. what is on TV. And now we're going to talk about the outfits. Okay, here we go. This, this is, is my segment. Teresa, just follow my lead. Teresa lives for this segment. If this is your first tell-all, this is something we do every tell-all. This is something Teresa does every tell-all, and I just try to keep up. It's called Outfits the Segment, and here's how it goes. All right. Kenny. Kenny, Kenny. looking great as always. I have nothing to say about Kenny. <laughs> He's looking fabulous. Here we go. Boy, did I miss Outfits the Segment. Looking fabulous, okay? Armando. I'm loving, loving that yellow shirt and the blue blazer. He's looking fabulous. Very nice. Also, let's not forget Hannah's new haircut. Looking fire. Adorable. Adorable, right? Yep. Steven, why is he wearing hiking boots? Okay, great. So this is my first note. <laughs> Steven, he, he's got his maroon-ish shirt, his yeah. plum shirt tucked in to his pants. Okay, all right. Uh, I'll forgive you for all that. And then you go down... To the feet. And as I always say, men's fashion starts at the feet. And he's chosen to go with a hiking boot. <laughs> and and here's what I'll say about the hiking boot, because I want to bash him for this, but I feel like I've been there. And he's not the guy that's got the walk-in closet with a ton of different options and shoes up the wazoo. He's got what he's got. 
And he got to the point where he's like, I'm going to New York tomorrow for this tell all. I got to look presentable. I need dress shoes. I don't have dress shoes, but I got brown shoes and they're hiking shoes. And so he's like, that'll work. So he put on his brown hiking <laughs> boots thinking eh, they're brown shoes. They'll work. How have you ever been there? You have more shoes than many ladies. But I don't have a lot of dress shoes. I have a lot you of sneakers. You do have nice dress shoes. I have like one nice pair of dress oh, shoes. Oh, you have more. But I've been in a pinch or in a place where I didn't want to go full dress shoe. And you whip out not a hiking boot. You would never wear your hiking boots. But maybe a Clark, a more casual brown shoe as opposed mm. to a dress shoe. And so I'm, listen, it was hilarious to see. He was still mm. wearing the dress socks underneath <laughs> the hiking boot. But I'm going to cut him a little bit of slack because at least he wasn't wearing flip-flops. True. And also, he was playing it safe. I mean, you don't know how much you have to walk in New York City. It's very true. You've never been. It's very, I'm sure he expected someone to say, Stephen, take a hike. Or maybe he thought he's going to be walking up the Empire Cell building. <laughs> <laughs> There's elevators, Stephen. <laughs> Okay. I don't even think you can walk up. No, definitely not. Well, I'm sure there's staircase, I'm, but. Yeah, but there are offices. I don't think right. they just let people walk. Right. Steven would find a way. All right, Alina. Alina's looking pretty. Her teeth are white. Whoa, okay. Red lipstick, blue polka dots. I thought she looked pretty. She combed her hair, mm. kind of like styled it. Okay. So she looked more mature than throughout the show. Like th- throughout the show, and, you know, she looks pretty without makeup, etc. But she looks very young. Mm, right? She really does. As she is. She but really this is. this made her look very mature. Okay. That was nice. Okay. All right. I have no notes about her. Moving on to Corey. Okay. Why is he wearing a shirt that's the same color as his face? Oh, okay. All right. See, I, I went the other route and said, uh, finally, I feel like he's dressed for the occasion. There's been so many times he's been at a skate park. He's been wearing a button down. He's been on the beach. He's been wearing shoes. Finally, he's got a decent vibe going. Blue blazer, pink button down. I'll take it. Oh, I cannot take the pink button down. It's right. an aggressive pink. I don't like it. If he was wearing white button down, a little unbuttoned, like let's keep it beachy. Okay. That would be much better. All right. Agree to disagree. Because his face is pink. Agree to disagree. <laughs> It's like, what are you, what are you, what are you trying to match? And especially sitting next to Evelyn with a bright purple turtleneck, which I appreciated. Mm. Loving the turtle. That's my vibe. Speaking right? of the turtle. So it was like bright purple, bright pink. It's like, I'm like, my eyes are going to fall out of my head. I want to address Evelyn's attire because Steven launches into his own oh, outfits yeah. the segment. He's doing outfits the segment <laughs> when he's like, Evelyn, this is the most modest I've ever seen you dressed. Which leads me to believe he definitely subscribes to her OnlyFans. Oh, for sure. Because I don't know where else he's really I'm seeing her. She lives on the beach, so right. I don't blame her. All day, every but day. But I love the turn like. Okay. Turn like was great. Her okay. hair looked nice. She looked good, right? Pretty good. Okay. Right? The only thing, you know how, what is called? What is it called? And I wear those turtlenecks too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a bodysuit, right? Okay. All right. Yeah. Skin tight. As she was sitting, you could see because it was... Her sides were showing up. Oh, skin or? Yeah, her skin. Okay. So like her bodysuit went a little higher. Mm. And there are some that they do it on purpose. Okay. I'm not sure if that was her vibe. Don't know. But listen, looked good. Okay. All right. Next, Ellie. 
Oh. Ellie brought it. They puffed <laughs> up her hair. What are you talking about? No, they puffed up her hair. They put those hook earrings on. Yeah. Put some makeup. Green is her color because she's a redhead. Mm, I'll give you that. I didn't love the boots. She could have worn... You know, something a little more feminine, or at least at some high heel. To oh, it. the boots were the boots were sexual. Knee highs. She yeah, but flat. She They're either flat. she either looked like the manager at TJ Maxx during the Christmas season, or like a middle school teacher trying to attract some of the twelve-year-old boys' attention. That was the vibe. The I was shoes getting. were flat. I think I didn't pay attention. I think the they heel. were flat. At least they looked flat. Okay. Wasn't my vibe. I'm okay. all for her high booties, but that wasn't it. But overall, she looked great. I okay. thought she brought it. All right. Yeah, I barely recognized her with the makeup. It. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Looking right. good. Victor probably wearing whatever Ellie bought for him. I still think probably the best dressed. One of the best dressed on the tell He was very put together. Maybe the third best dressed. The, the, the chinny chin chin. Uh, the dangly. Oh, oh yeah, she's got a whole box of those dangly earrings. Like his his <laughs> his dangle was a little too dangly for me. But other than that, very islandy. Thought he looked sharp. Liked it. And Who else? And let's talk about Ari. Who who's not talking about Ari? Evelyn's talking about Ari. So hey, I don't understand what Evelyn sees in Ari, but I almost feel like they must have some friendship going on. Or it was a backhanded sort of compliment of like, look at you, girl. Yeah, get it. It's like, get you're it. so hot. You're too hot to handle. It's like, what are you looking at? Yeah. Are we looking at the same person here? Yeah. Because I didn't like Ari's dress. I feel like it kind of fit her. But what I was struggling with was her hair. Like, what is going on over mm-hmm. there? Mm-hmm. And once again, her face looked different again. Right. So I was more like thrown off. She was a face and stick with it, Ari. Who? Ari. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I like how poor professor was like, I like this show because they're nice. We are nice. We're pretty nice. We're nice. But listen, I don't think that was her best style, but I also don't think she has the best style. So let's just, I'll let her go with it. Okay. Right? She's so kind. But I don't know what was going on there. Baby, classic baby showing the Ethiopian roots. Love I'm it. vibing it. Lion vibing shirt. It. Lion shirt. Very cool. Show where you're from. Very cool. Show your background. Okay. Love it. Sean. You know, Sean looks great. I can believe she's almost 60. Like you and Kenny, WTF. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But that dress, and as much as I love yellow, that wasn't the yellow I love. This was okay. a canary yellow. All right. Like the little bird. I the know beep, the bird. Beep. I know, I huh? know the bird. Yeah, know that the color. Not it, and the dress was more like, <laughs> oh, oh, did you come from a nine-to-five job in the office? See, that's how I feel about Ellie, and you're over here raving about her. It's because Ellie you're, you're cleaned used to up seeing, na- You're used to seeing her wearing the shirt she sleeps in, her sleep shirt, in a tent. Of course, anything's going to look better. And that's what I'm saying. She cleaned up nice, and green is her color. Ho- however, Sean always looks great, so when she chooses... A dress that's not that good. I'm gonna call her out. All right, you All know, right. fair enough. Fair See what enough. I'm saying? Okay, Leslie. Oh boy, we're we're doing ancillary characters now. Leslie looking hot. Fire! Fire! That, yeah. That's the that's the person. The whole who, makeup, uh, the hair, boobs the out, suit, boobs out. I, I want to wear that suit. Yeah, I might look, wear it. What, we, great. Do we have a wedding coming up? This is what I'm gonna not be rocking. That would allow that. I don't think. <laughs> And Lipsy, we learned that she talks. Yes. She looked nice, but nothing. I feel like I don't really register Sitting her, next so. to Leslie, everyone was going to exactly. just fade away. And 
Matt and Taylor. Oh boy. Okay. Who? Matt looked like he just came from the church. And Taylor looked like she came from court because she looked like Judge but, Judy. So first that's what I thought. But then you actually look at it and it's like a fashion collar. No, it was like a Ruth Bader Ginsburg collar. Oh yeah, I freaking loved it. I okay. thought it looked great. All right. Loved it. Pick I think- a style though. You're over here wanting to rock Leslie's look, which is the complete opposite of Taylor's look. Listen, a week has seven days. There oh, is boy. time for everything. Oh boy. I loved it. I thought it was good. Looked like a doily that she I almost, put a plate the only on thing at your I'm grandma's say house. Is like she should have like sexed it up with like heels, mm, you know? She could have sexed right? it up. Yeah. She she kind of like it was too laid back, too like almost manly. But oh, if she was wearing heels, interesting, or maybe like a skirt, uh-huh. killer, right? All right. But I loved it. And last but not least, Ooh, thought we'd never get here. Nothing special. Jenny and Summit. Yeah. Not even an Indian outfit. Like, what are Submit? you doing? I know. They kind of. They yeah, what is that hat? The I pink know. hat? They went all out on the finale and then they couldn't hold the candle to it. I will say, Summit was wearing a very similar shirt to Stephen. And. Oh, yeah, he was. Who wore it best? I mean, that's that could be debated till the end of time. Mm. No no one is an answer. So we could say that too. Oof. Did we do it? We did outfits the segment. I think we did. Do you have wow. anything to add? No, I think you covered it all. I, I love doing outfits this segment. I know, it's your favorite. Tell me more people to judge. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll judge now their actions. We've judged their outfits. Now let's judge their actions. Agreed. Let's start with Ari and Baby because we see him together. Sean's surprised. Sean surprised her together in person in New York City. And what it means is Baby got a visa. Mm-hmm. And we learn Ari ended up going to Ethiopia for the visa appointment. Yes. She said, you know what? I'll do it. She made it happen. So now they're living together in the States. And to me, this was just some TLC editing that made it look very dramatic at the end. Because they could have kept rolling and they could have showed us that she went. But they wanted to end the season with us going, oh, my God, Ari's not going. Of course. And it was a great, great lead up to this episode. Yeah. As I'm saying, nobody expected him right. well, to they be in the U.S. They so. could have teased the reveal then. They could have done a whole Angela thing, walking in by herself. Like Ari could have come in by oh, herself. Yeah. And then Baby could have come in. They they didn't play it out as well as they could have. They didn't. But it was it was their surprise. Yeah. And, you know, they're in the States now. Abby the baby is doing great. They're all apparently doing well. The relationship is good today, as baby said. I think it's it's good because Ari is closer to her ex-husband now. Oh, Lavender. Leandro, a.k.a. Lavender. They are closer than ever now that they're all living in the States. And, and I was just going to say. Speaking of. Ari thinks that now the relationship is better because baby can understand her better seeing where she comes from and seeing her world, which I think that's BS. I think the relationship should have been good regardless. No matter where you are. Exactly. They could, he could be like, wow, this is where you come from. But But it doesn't explain. Yeah. It shouldn't fix the relationship. Ari, you're from New Jersey. I'm going to leave it there. Well, we always say home is wherever the other person is. Yeah. So home is wherever Teresa is. For me, for you, I think home is wherever of course. I am. So it shouldn't matter whether you're in Ethiopia, True. New Jersey, or otherwise. You guys are together. That's all you need. You got Avi. But whatever works for them, because apparently they're happy now. And we mentioned Leandro. We mentioned Lavender. Speaking of them, 
Sean brings him out. Ooh, lavender oh, without glasses. He's there. He looks better. A little. He looks a little better without he glasses. He reminds me of someone, but not in a good way. Hmm. Interesting. He's definitely not my type, but I'm just kind of curious about Ari's type because he's very different than Baby. But yeah. hey, she does have a thing for foreigners. That's for sure. That's for sure. That's for sure. I wish Lavender came bringing gifts this time, right? (laughs) (laughs) A thong to compliment (laughs) the bra. But no, he came empty-handed. He sits down, and we learn how Ari had to break the news to Lavender that she was pregnant with another man's baby while they were still married. And Lavender basically said, well, we never broke up. It just kind of, you know, it dissolved. Yeah. What does that mean to me? Like... Like she she left and never came home, and the relationship dissolved. But hey, they're best friends now. Right. How does that work? You're not dating. You can't just up and leave. You guys were married. I have a question for you. Okay. Who do you think would be better for Ari, Lavender or Baby? And forget about who mm. you like more yeah. as a person. Yeah. Who do you think would be better for her? Well, it's a tough question because I really don't know. Like I feel... I feel like I don't know either of them well enough. I would say Lavender, just mm-hmm. judging by the fact that they're best friends and I feel like you should marry your best friend, but they broke up for a reason. There's a reason they broke up. Ari and Baby haven't broken up, so then I want to say Ari and Baby belong together. Well, they have They have almost broken up several times. I know, but they haven't. And sure. Ari broke up with Lavender, so... That leads me to believe they aren't meant to be together. True. But I was going to say Lavender too, but you know why? Why? It's because she respects Lavender. I think she has a respect for him. However, I think she's the boss of Baby. I don't you know, know if I... I think she feels she's above Baby, but she doesn't feel like she's above Lavender. Like Lavender could be like the leader in the relationship or like the one that takes, you know, care of things. Yeah. With baby's relationship, she's the one who does all that. She's the boss. I just think now that Ari and Lavender are not together, she can let things go easier. She doesn't care. It's not her husband. It's not her fiance. It's not her boyfriend. You do whatever you want to do. There's no sense in us arguing. So, of course, that relationship is going to seem a little I guess. a little better because you're not going to fight with your friend. True. So I think it's it's a tough question. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, who knows? She's with baby. They have a baby. Probably neither. Here's what I was surprised to learn. Ari speaks fluent Spanish. Yes. I didn't know that either. And I was almost going to say, she's been living in Ethiopia for so long. She didn't even try to learn the language because she probably thinks English is the best. Meanwhile, girl speaks Spanish. Fluent Spanish, apparently. She'll have two hour long phone calls with Lavender in Spanish. And that is concerning. A little concerning to me. Uh, yes. If I yes. was baby, I would learn just the sexual words. So at least <laughs> I could hear, uh-oh, uh-oh, that, that's not good, right? He doesn't have to learn the whole language. True. But just learn, learn the words that would send up red flags. Agreed. So <laughs> Lavender brings up the fact that, well, we're best friends. Sorry that bothers you. If I was a girl best friend and we were speaking for hours, would that bother you then? And baby's like, well, no, but not only are you a guy, you're the ex. Indeed. That's, that's the issue. 
Exactly. And everyone was like agreeing with baby. Everyone's just like nodding their heads. Lavender portrays himself as this smart guy. He's wearing Einstein shirts. Is he? Oh, he was in he Ethiopia. Was in Ethiopia. In he was in thinks he's this genius, yet he can't understand this. He doesn't comprehend this, why this might be an issue. Come on, Lavender. I think you're better than that. I think you, you shouldn't be surprised by that. And I'll ask you your opinion on this. He goes, well, okay, baby, if you told me to stop talking to Ari, it wouldn't matter. I would need Ari to tell me to stop talking to her. Then I would listen. I don't know how I feel about that. On the one hand, I'm like, well, you should respect the husband. But on the other hand, I'm like, well, you guys are best friends. Like, so shouldn't Ari have a say? I almost feel like Ari should not be best friends with her ex. Let's start with that. That's okay. That's probably fair. Like I, if, and it's not even like her ex, like OV dating in high school. She was married to him, right? Yeah. That's a whole different story. Like, Long if time. you were friends with a girl that you dated in high school, yeah. I would have a little problem with it, but I would probably be like, you know what, like if she's has a, her own relationship, I get it. You guys are friends. Not that you would be talking on the phone for two hours. Right. I would be okay if you texted once in a while, right? Right. But if it was someone you were together for years, oh, hell no. They were married yeah. for a third of Ari's life. Yeah. Right? Oh, she's hell 29. No. They were married 10 years. I would literally draw the line being like, it's either me or him. Yeah. Because I'm not dealing with this. You, like, if you're spending all this time talking to your ex, not not to me, right. why aren't you with your ex? That's like, an, literally. Well, baby asked that. Oh, I baby know. Baby asked that. And I don't know that there was really ever even a good explanation. It was like, well, I wanted to do my thing. She wanted to do hers. Well, this is what I think. I think Ari wanted to do her own thing. And Lavender wanted to do his own thing. So Ari packed her bags and went to Africa. I forgot what she was doing. Some missionary work. Maybe. Right? Met baby. Banked. Mm-hmm. But got pregnant. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure if she didn't, it would be a fling with baby. Yeah. She would come back to the U.S. and eventually find her way back to Lavender. That's a good I point. do believe that. That's a good point. But now she has a baby with baby. She wants to keep the family together, but she doesn't want to let Lavender go. I know. They need to have a real conversation, yeah, Ari and Baby, up, for and sure. have a real. And if it bothers Baby that much, Ari should say, "All right, I don't want to upset you. Our relationship, our family is more important. I'll stop talking yeah. to Lavender." Or be friends. I, I get it. Like maybe text once in a while. How's your life? But yeah. don't talk on the phone for two hours every day. Yeah, don't spend nights together. Yeah, when oh, no. Ari comes home from Africa. Yeah, a lot of issues there. A lot of issues. So Lavender leaves, and that doesn't. Stop. That doesn't put an end to the issues because then Sean brings in Mimi and Wish. Mimi and Wish. We learn a couple things. We learn Wish never really said Baby was cheating. True. She just said there were a bunch of people sleeping over at Baby's. Well, that's what Ari basically said. She said that Wish was asking her if she can stay at the house. And Ari said, why would you? And then Wish said, well... Well, you don't want me there, but why would you care if there are other girls staying right. over? Right. Something like that. No, not that word was, by word. But. That was it. And and props to Wish for actually asking Ari, because I assume she could have just asked Baby, hey, it's your yeah. house too. Can I sleep over? And maybe Baby said, oh, you got to ask Ari. Mm-hmm. or I don't know. She asks Ari and maybe Ari was like, no, I don't want you there. And she said, well, there's a bunch of other girls. Well, what do you mm-hmm. care if I'm there? But then Sean asks, okay, so you know... That it was just people sleeping over, not necessarily anyone hooking up with baby. 
Ari, do you believe that? Do you think baby cheated on you? And Ari says, no, she doesn't think that. Well, I feel like she probably, they talk, talked it through and she probably talked to her nanny and she calmed down. But she said, do I believe there were girls sleeping over? Yes. Yeah. But she said, do I believe he cheated on me? She's like, I don't know, but I don't think so, which is good. Right. It's good because we have the kid. We're going to stay together. Yeah. We're going to make this work. So it, at least I hope she doesn't think so. In the back of her mind, who knows? Mm -hmm. But she said, no, I don't think he did. So that's good. Speaking of the nanny. Speaking of the nanny. Apparently, the whole reason they're still together is not Avi, but it's the nanny. Yeah. Because Ari wanted to break up with baby many times. Yeah. What a great relationship, am I right? But the nanny said, no, you love each other, stay together. She's the glue. Mm -hmm. She's her best friend. But, but. Mimi and Wish hate. Yeah, nanny. apparently nanny talks shit behind Ari's back. <laughs> apparently baby hates the nanny. But he didn't say. Well, Wish, Wish and Mimi were saying that. Ari's like, oh, no, baby loves the nanny. So tell them, tell, tell them you tell, love her. Tell them, baby, how much do you love, how much do you love the nanny? If you don't say, you're not eating for a week. This turns into a huge fight, an out of proportion fight. So much so that Ari's like, I never, ever want to speak to you guys again. You're pathetic and I don't want you in my life. Boom. And she stands up, Ari stands up, walks away. I'm not going to call it a storm off because it was more of a casual stroll well, off the set. Nothing is a storm off compared to Angela. No, this, so. this looked like Ari was hungry and she wanted to go grab something from craft services. She kind of just, <laughs> boop, 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 she walked off. And then when she gets back there, she sounds like a drunk girl in the bathroom of a bar. She's like, our nanny, our nanny is an amazing human, more amazing than you'll ever be. Okay. So whatever you have Jared, you can have Jared in his small penis. Our, our nanny's the best. And it's like, what? What's even happening right now? Well, it's beautiful that she feels this way about the nanny. I thought they were bashing the nanny. I guess. Bashing her best friend I in Ethiopia. I guess so. The most amazing human. The most amazing human. And you'll never, ever come close to her. It was, to me, it was out of proportion. Well, it was, but I'm saying. It was extreme. I get it. Like, she was emotional because they were talking shit about a nanny and she loves the nanny. So... I guess, I guess. I think there's something there that we have not tapped because, again, it just seems so over the top for what the the nanny is saying what about who. It's it's not, the nanny is not telling Ari that baby's cheating because Ari doesn't think baby's cheating. So yeah. what is the nanny saying that's so bad that Mimi and Wish hate her so much? That's what I'm yeah, I that's, don't know. That's what I'm getting hung up over. I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever know. I don't know if we'll ever know, but well, who knows? Let us know if you know. <laughs> so so Wish is like, we love you, Benny, but I don't want to ever talk to Ari ever again. Be with her if you want, but I don't want to be a part of it. And Ari comes back in. She doesn't want to be a part of it either. So she's like, I'm done talking. Until Mimi and Wish are gone. She said, it's pointless. I tried to befriend them, but it's not worth it. So Sean's like, all right, Mimi and Wish, thanks for coming. We'll see you later. Goodbye. And then even Sean's like, what was that? <laughs> what just happened? 
And Ari, again, just offends the nanny, saying she's been there since day one. She's my friend. And many times when Baby and I would get into fights, only the nanny would be there to help us resolve our issues and figure things out. And she was also saying, you know, I was trying to be friends and family with Mimi and Wish, but they never accepted me. We always had our differences. I think it's also Ari because she has a little temper. Oh, yeah. But they basically never hit it off. No. No. But I have to say one thing. I do get along with your sister very well. I yeah. love your sister, right? But let's say we didn't get along. I would still be nice and polite for you, right? Right. The fact that they fight like this, that's a little too much. It's over the top. So there's something we don't know. That's all I'm going to say. It feels like there's something we don't know. We love you, Rachel. We love you, Rachel. Just a thanks, shout out. thanks for listening. Shout out to the sister. <laughs> a long story short, I don't think Mimi and Wish will be visiting New Jersey anytime soon. I don't think so, no. Okay. Ari's probably calling the consulate, the U.S. consulate, saying, do not let Mimi and Bush <laughs> into the United States, like ever. Yeah. Ever. That that Mimi. The other Mimi. Nanny Mimi. She's oh, more yeah. Than, she's more than welcome. Was Mimi, too. She's more than welcome. The tale of two Mimis. <laughs> all right. Shall we move on to the couple who delivered all season and did not stop delivering on the tell-all? Steven and Alina. Steven and Alina. So... Okay, we move over to Steven, and he starts with, I definitely feel like I'm the worst person in the room right now, except, except for maybe Corey. But Alina's nodding like, no, Steven, you're, you're by far and away the worst person in this room. Yeah, oh, for sure. And the issue is she doesn't support his communication with the opposite sex. He doesn't listen to her. He doesn't see Alina's point. And Steven's like, I gave you control of my social media. I deleted Facebook. What more can I do? Well, a lot because I don't think Alina has a full control of her social media. That was my question. Because Kenny goes, hey, Steven, are you still talking to girls online? Yeah. And Steven started talking in reaction to Alina saying, can I say it? Can I become clean? Mm-hmm. And Alina said, you know, just come clean, just say it all, because you're a dirtbag. Be a man. Just be confess a man. it. Be a man. And So he did. He confesses. He goes, yeah, that's the deal. I've been talking to other girls. Girls, plural, with an S, with about nine S's. <laughs> because apparently he's been talking to nine different girls, not just talking to them, but getting boobs, getting boob photos. Nudes. Getting nudes. Sending a dirty Tongue pictures saying, teach me how to use it. Or I don't know how to use my long tongue. I have a really big tongue. Too bad I don't know how to use it. That's so dirty. Even though you had your clothes on, Steven, that's probably the dirtiest thing you could have done. Disgusting. And Alina finds out all of this because the girls are screenshotting these messages and sending them to her. So how does she have a control over social media? Right, right. I don't think she does. Because there's no way he's got a Finstagram or like a fake account and girls are finding it and sending yeah. it. So either he does have a fake account and he's reaching out to these girls saying, hey, it's Steven from 90 Day. Mm-hmm. Here's my tongue. Or she doesn't have complete control. Maybe they share sure. control somehow. But you would still see the messages. You would still see the incoming messages. So, so is this a fake storyline? Like something doesn't add up. Something is fake here. Either I feel like she doesn't have a control over his social media. Okay. Or maybe 
Facebook, but not Instagram or Instagram, but not or, Facebook. Or, or maybe she has access, but hey, Russia, if Czech Republic is six hours ahead, Russia must be seven or eight. She's Ooh. in, she lives in Siberia, maybe nine, right? <laughs> I'm just guessing. I don't know the exact, but there is time of the day when Steven's up, but Alina's sleeping. It's still too risky. Oh, have you met Steven? I know. You're married and you're talking to nine girls who are sending you nudes and you're sending them your tongue saying, oh, my tongue is so long, but I don't know how to use it. I don't think he even thinks of things being risky. Apparently they got into a fight and that's when this all started. So maybe they got into a fight. And Steven was like, you know what? I'm taking my social media back. I'm changing the password. And maybe maybe, maybe that's what happened. But and I, uh, he needed to blow off some steam because he got into a, a fight with his wife. So he's like, you know what? Best thing I'm going to do is like I'm going to take talk to nine girls. Yep. Yep. To blow off some steam. Yep. <laughs> but hey, I'm married, but who cares? <sighs> yeah. And this is where we learned Kenny FaceTimed them. Kenny being the upperclassman trying to give advice about all of the attention they're going to receive and that they should just ignore it. And Kenny was like, even I was getting boobs. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> even even girls were sending me boobs. And they cut to submit when Kenny says this. And his face just says Oh, really? Boobs? Like nobody was nobody's sending me boobs. Like poor oh. Submit's over there. Like, wait, even Kenny's getting boobs? Submit's not getting any boobs. Or he's getting like babichka boobs. Uh, well, he likes that apparently. He sure does. That's a treat for mm. old Submit over there. Yeah. So Steven says, I know. It's tough. It's not a good look. It would be easier if I just had a way to suppress my urges. If I could just suppress all these feelings I have, it would be easier. And he comes out like the creep that he is, like the disgusting husband that he is, and says, I really want to have a threesome. I really want to have a threesome. And this is the definition of having your cake and eating it too. And... I call him a creep, and maybe that was a little premature because apparently he was up front with Alina about mm-hmm. this. Apparently he told her this very early on, hey, I want to have a threesome. If that's the case, then he's, then he's fine. Then he's fine because yeah. this goes to our, our number one, our golden rule of don't expect people to change. Exactly. And so if in the first couple days or weeks of talking to Alina, he said, hey, I kind of want to have a threesome. Well, uh, that's not going to change. So she shouldn't be surprised. But almost like this is what I'm curious and it's going to lead up to what follow with all the Mormon stuff. He is a Mormon, right? So you're on a mission. You meet Alina on the app or something, right? You're telling her to read the Book of Mormon, to convert, etc., etc. How do you loop that information in that you want to have a threesome while mm. telling her that you have to wait to have sex until you're married, right. etc.? That's not like, oh, you're at a frat party and you meet this guy. You're like, ah, but I want to have a threesome. You're like, <laughs> okay, college, who yeah. cares, right? Yeah. That's very different. How do you even loop it into this conversation when he's trying to portray himself as this good Mormon. Right. You can have a threesome with Jesus, right? Make a little, make a little room for Jesus, but that's, that's about it. It's a good question. It's one I didn't think about, but uh, I'd probably be disgusted to find out how it came up in conversation. But we learned something interesting that I don't think anyone knew. About Armando? Armando came out Mm. 
as a Mormon. Yeah. Or not that he is a Mormon right now, or he doesn't practice, I guess, but he did grow up Mormon. Right. Right. And Armando basically said what all of us are thinking that Stephen is preaching water but drinking wine. Uh. When it comes to Mormonism, because he kept telling Alina, oh, you have to read the Book of Mormon. I'll give it to you in Russian. Mm-hmm. No sex until the mm-hmm. marriage. And you have to convert, etc., etc." Meanwhile, not that he was breaking the Mormon rules and banging girls. He was cheating on Alina, breaking the rules, right. banging all kinds of girls. Yep. It's not even like, oh, I slipped because I was curious. Oh, no, he slipped so many times. Yeah. Yeah. He still goes and says, oh, I don't know if I should marry her because she hasn't converted yet. It's like, seriously? I don't get that. Just leave the faith, exactly. Stephen, and then have Alina and you two can go and be free and do whatever you want to do. And it wouldn't be anything crazy because his two brothers, has they have left. Yeah. Right? They have tattoos. They have crazy hair. But they still get along with the family. They right. still come home for the barbecue. So it's not like your family would disown you. Right. Right. right? It's, a, it's a very good point. But I also feel like if he did leave the church, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have married Alina. We would have lived a crazy young life just banging everything, probably getting a disease or two. Mm-hmm. And eventually probably marry someone. But I almost feel like he forced himself to marry because of the church. But at the same time, he... But I don't get it because he's still going outside of his commandments. I know. And no one will understand because it's Stephen. Yeah. Right? But it's like all he had to do is leave the church and live your life. If you are young and single and you're going to be banging several girls at the same time, probably someone might call you a perv, but no one's going to judge you. It's, so many people do that shit. It's hard to leave things. It's hard to break up with things. We see it time and time again on Dateline where the husband kills the wife or the wife kills the husband. And you go, why didn't she just get a divorce? It's like, well, it's looked down upon. It's hard to do. I don't want to lose True. my family. Or, but again, his two brothers I know. left. So it's not like, oh, he will do something crazy that his family will be like, oh, we disown you. What are you doing? He would just be like, oh, let me just follow my bros. I let know. me follow my bros. I'm sorry about that. Just I'm going to live my life. I know. Nothing. Honestly, this is like the easiest case. I know. I know. It's crazy. But it, as you said, it's Steven. So none of it makes sense. And then Corey steps Corey in, joins the Mormon party. Basically saying the same thing. And Steven fires back saying, oh, you had sex before. But Corey said, well, but I wasn't following right. the rules. Right. It's it. It's the fact that Stephen's representing himself exactly. as a member of the church, but not acting like a member of the church. And then leave it to Stephen to hit us with a Nelson Mandela quote. Okay? Okay? Why are you looping <laughs> Nelson Mandela into this, Stephen? <laughs> he goes, one time Nelson Mandela was asked if he was a saint. And he said, I'm only a saint if you consider a saint a sinner who keeps on trying. And I love the quote, but I hate it coming from Stephen. <laughs> I honestly hope, have you ever been to Salt Lake City? No. There's this huge Mormon temple that they, you cannot go in if you're not a Mormon, right? Okay. I took a photo in front of it because it's, it's big, mm-hmm. right? I hope they have a big ass photo of Stephen with like a no-go. Because <laughs> not why would you let someone in who literally broke all the Mormon rules? Right. All of them. Right. At what point... Are you no longer a Mormon if you're not upholding 
the standards mm-hmm. of the faith. I can t- totally see Stephen like sipping on some coffee and having uh, some wine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Sean then proves the point even further that Stephen doesn't really uphold the commandments because he, we find out that just two days before Stephen left for Turkey to marry Alina, let's not forget that was the reason to go to Turkey was to marry Alina. He decided to meet up with his ex-girlfriend, Vanessa. And there is a video clip of that. little never-before-seen footage of this meeting. It's Stephen and Vanessa. Stephen saying he wants some advice because he doesn't want to repeat the same mistakes he's made in the past. And, oh, Vanessa, she's like, well, maybe you shouldn't message me about how good I look in my photos. I like, then. Va- I like Vanessa. Yeah, oh, Vanessa She's like, great. I don't want to be your teacher to manhood. <laughs> your teacher on your path to manhood. And if we manhood. never talk again, they'll probably be too soon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she seemed like a good girl. Yeah. But let me point out one thing. Both Vanessa, Vanessa, mm-hmm. <laughs> did I say Vanessa? Vanessa. <laughs> yeah. Both Vanessa, Vanessa, Vanessa you got this. Both Vanessa oh, yeah. and Alina are very pretty. I know. How does Steven keep oh, getting these girls? What are you doing? Uh, is it a He's tongue? Doing so- I think it's a tongue. Uh, is it a girl's attracted to the extra long tongue? He doesn't know how to use it, so... It's not like he's a muscle man or anything. He's like a spider. Just a like a muscle man? <laughs> he's like a very long legs. And yeah, a little lanky. And tongue and long hair. Yeah. This whole thing is just very, very asexual. Mm-hmm. But somehow... I think because he is... A sweet talker. He says what people want to hear. He just doesn't follow up on those actions. Mm, he, you know, he tells people, oh, I love you so much. You're my heart, my this and that. And then he goes behind their back and bangs other women. Oh, for sure. But it, it's good for a few months. I mean, let's be honest here. Vanessa and Stephen only lasted a few months because well. during this time, he goes <laughs> on a trip to Russia and Vanessa goes, you know, you can hang out with other girls, you can date other girls, but please keep your tongue in your mouth, please keep your penis in your pants. But what does Steven do? Banks three girls in Russia. Sure does. Sure does. Also, Vanessa. Turning into a David over here. Why are you telling your boyfriend he can date girls, but don't go all the way? And that's my other question. What it's kind like, of a relationship uh, is that? I, I feel like I'm defending Steven too much here because the whole three something, I was like, well, if you said it from the beginning, then it's, you know. it's. I have to say one thing. Whatever he does, whatever he finds these pretty girls, yeah. somehow they are crazy enough to just go Along with all this PS. Well, like we're bashing <laughs> Steven so hard, but at the end of the day, this girl told him, Hey, you can you can sell girls, just, just don't bang them. Alina's giving him like one pass after another. She probably printed like a you know, fifty cars of passes that just keeps giving him Yeah. Because he keeps breaking all the rules, but she's still with him. And I don't want to still die for put, all that. I don't wanna put the blame on them because as Vanessa said, well I was Going through a, a sort of a crisis, going through a faith crisis, and that's when I, when I met Stephen, and he's taking advantage of these vulnerable girls. Mm. So it's not necessarily their fault that they're vulnerable, and they're giving him second and third and fiftieth chances. But it's surprising in the first place that he even gets these girls. That's the big shocker. It's not that he keeps them and gets second yeah. chances. It's how'd you get them in the first place, Stephen? I don't know. <sighs> so. Who knows? So Vanessa, she comes out. She's very Team Alina. 
Vanessa tells Alina Steven's not going to change. If anything, he's probably gotten worse. <laughs> but as we said, Alina will not walk away. She thinks her love is enough to change him. Oh, Alina. Well, let's see how long that's going to last because I feel like eventually she's going to get to the U.S. Yeah. And Steven either is going to change, which I doubt, or... He's not going to change. Alina's just going to roll with it. Yeah. Or he's just going to become full-ass Mormon and bring another six girls into this relationship. And I'm here for it. But it's a different show. It's a different show. We'll start watching that if, if, Sister Steven, wives. if Steven goes on mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Alina needs to run like Mr. Laser Runner. She oh, needs, yeah. She needs to get out of there. She's better off alone with Cow Cat and Mr. Cuddles. <laughs> she doesn't need Steven. That's... That's all I'll say about she that. She sure doesn't. But let's not forget the fact that Vanessa was actually in the studio yeah. bashing Steven while saying, I'm here for Alina, getting emotional, saying, Alina, it's okay to leave him. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this girl is being genuine. Alina's appreciative, but she's still going to stick with Steven. Yeah, I couldn't believe how emotional she was getting. You can see there was some real trauma there. Yeah. Steven put her through some shit. She sits down and Sean's like, Vanessa, are you okay sitting this close to Steven? And it's like, Sean, like, Steven's tongue's not that long. <laughs> I think she's okay. She's, okay. she's a good eight foot away. Like, his tongue's not that long. But yeah, she got so emotional. She was brought right back to this place mm-hmm. of torture or whatever he put her through. Not even a torture. But I mean like, like mental. Oh yeah. Like your boyfriend's going to Russia for three months and you're like, oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be bad. And he comes back saying he banged a couple of girls. But again, and I don't want to put all the blame here on these women, but it's a little bit of a mixed message to say you can go to Russia and date girls, but just cut it off before it gets sexual. It's like, well, then you're just befriending girls. You're not really dating yeah. them. You're just friends with them. So. I mean, you're not in high school. It's a little confusing. Yeah. Okay. That's Steven and Alina. Oof, that was a little spicy, Ooh. but Ooh. I wish them luck. And I if don't. Alina I think they does break come up. to the States, I would watch them on the regular 90 day season. Oh, I'll watch it. I just think for the, both of their best interests, they're better off separate. Oh, for sure. Especially for Alina. Mostly. Well, Steven like- should always be separate. Steven doesn't belong. <laughs> at this point, Steven doesn't belong in a monogamous relationship. At least I'll say that. If he finds a girl who's cool with being in a threesome or being a sister wives, that's great. But he is lying to you if he says, I want to be in a monogamous relationship with you and you only. Well, at first, I feel like if you do want to have sister wives, you probably have to make some decent cash. Like taking care of several ladies, True. get out of here. True. He is the Terminator of Exterminators. You do forget that. I think you forget that often. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to, and you tell me who we're talking about next. because <laughs> you, got all, you got all lost there. I'm sorry. My nose are all over the I'm place. I'm sorry. Okay. Jenny and Submit okay. is who I have next. And Sean opens up with a question we never thought would ever be asked in the history of 90 Day Fiance. And that question is, Jenny, how does it feel to be married to Submit? <laughs> it was amazing and I'm still kicking. So things are good. <laughs> Yeah, she feels relieved primarily because nobody can throw her out of India. And guess what? They get a round of applause from everyone, including us. Nice little round of applause here. Because. Because. No one expected it. I definitely saw Jenny on the plane back to USA just (laughs) 
Cursing Summit of Living yeah. of her daughters counting because she her blew beads. her 401k, counting her beads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but nobody saw this coming, but here they are. So then Sean asks, Submit, do your parents know you're married? And of course, they do not. Submit thinks, though, maybe, maybe I'll break the news today. Maybe. When there are multiple witnesses here in case anything goes down. And this was the moment when I was really hoping for some drama. Yeah. When Sean says, Sad night, Anil, are you there? <laughs> and also joining us, Amid and Shree. Yeah, let's make this a fair fight. Let's and bring in a few. And then you could see Adna's face. And I'm like, oh, yes, y'all in the previous. Sadna. Sadna. Yeah. What did I say? Adna. I Sadna, think. It's Anil, Anil and Sadna. Well, yeah, okay. you got it. Sadna. You're struggling it, with the names tonight. A little bit. A little <laughs> Vanessa, bit. Sadna, Anil. <laughs> Vanessa, Sadna, Anil. You got it. So in the previous. Sadna the segment. Sadna the segment. Here we go. In the previews. Sean was like, okay, Sadna and Anel are joining, and the camera just zoomed onto Sadna's face, and she looked like <laughs> she's going to kill everyone. And yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh, they told her she's going to freak out. I'm sorry, guys. It was just my hands landing on the Your table. Your disappointment. My disappointment. Yeah. You heard my disappointment in the background, because <laughs> that didn't happen, right? Nope. They are joining, mm-hmm. all of them, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And they show us the throwback on the parents accepting Jenny. So much love when... <laughs> Anil, <laughs> we, will, we will love you. We Anil will love did not really um, translate well. We love you so much. <laughs> Sadna was like, we will love you. Okay, we will maybe love you one day. Anil. We love you so much. Oh, welcome so, to the so family. Much love. Welcome to the family. Put it here. Jenny's crying. Was very emotional, right? Yeah. Apparently, that did not last too long. No, no. And Jenny was pissed about that. She thought everything was fine, but then of course it all changed. And Sean asks Sadna, "Well, what are you doing? Like, don't you feel like you're going against the astrologer? You're trying to split them up. The astrologer okayed this. You guys love the astrologer, so shouldn't you just go along with it?" And Sadna says. Well, we support them living together. No one stopped them from living together. Not going against the astrologer in that sense. We just don't support them getting married. Mm-hmm. Right? She said, I would not accept that. If they got married, Sana would not accept that. And Amit, brother Amit, chimes in and says, in terms of love, there's nothing wrong with Jenny and Samit. But considering family... Parents, it is wrong. Oh, come on. So then we get maybe the trickiest of the editing when Kenny jumps in. Mm-hmm. Because they make it seem like he nearly spills the beans about oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jenny and Samit being married. You thought of it for a sec. For a second, I was like, oh, shit, he's, he's just said that Samit got married. But I think what it was is Kenny's saying... Mom and dad have done everything to get in the way of the relationship. It hasn't worked. He's gotten married to someone else. But, but they said he's gotten married and it was a pause yep. to someone else. And I think that was editing. I yeah. think they built in that pause because Samit did get married to someone else. His mm-hmm. parents did have this arranged marriage. So I think Kenny's saying, look, you guys have tried everything. Yeah. You guys have tried to get in the way. You guys have tried to pawn him off on someone else. But I feel like all, everyone was like, oh. <gasps> 
Like you could see everyone's faces like Yeah, but again Did he spill the beans? They could have edited that from true, other reactions true. throughout the tell all. You see, you, you know you, how you the business it. you know how you the know business works. Up. I do know too. But either way, Kenny feels like it's cruel. And it is a bit cruel. It is it's been ten years in making. Ten years. They yeah. spent ten years trying to separate them. And as Kenny said, they even married Summit yep. <laughs> to someone else. And right? that didn't work. But didn't stop. Why don't you give up? 10 years of this headache, 10 years of you fighting with your son. Right. Just give up. Right. If your family is so important to you, because that's what this is all mm-hmm. about, is you're keeping your family together and not getting insulted from the community. If family is so important, accept your family. Yeah. And, and you guys will be happy together. And that's all that Summit wants. He just wants his parents to be like, you know what? Be together, marry, be happy. I mean, Jenny's old. How long is that going to last? Right. Right. <laughs> Moving on. Like, they're not asking them to th- throw a big wedding or anything. Just just a simple acceptance. Mm-hmm. Well, Anil goes, why do you need marriage? You're living together and that's enough. Why are you so anxious to get married? And it's a good question. And I think Jenny answers it the best she can when she goes, we love each other. Why does anyone get married? Because they want to. Well, I think the most important part of this whole thing is her staying in India. Not a good answer. To tell parents that. True. Not a good answer. So I think her best answer is the one she said, which is we love each other and people get married when they love each other. Of course, there are government issues, visas, financial mm-hmm. taxes, health reasons, yeah. like health care. There's those reasons, but th- those aren't sexy. Those are not romantic reasons. So I think she answered it to the best of her ability. True. And Kenny goes, admit, imagine if your parents didn't let you marry Shri. And admit, like the favorite son that he mm-hmm. is, goes, well, I wouldn't have married her. She's like, what? You can see she's like, but I'm curious. And I think you and I kind of touched up on it. Yes. Touched on it. Yes. <laughs> I keep saying touched up. Yeah. Uh, during our life saying, was that an arranged marriage or did they meet naturally? We th- think we thought and then a bunch of our friends on the live thought it was arranged mm-hmm. and let me say if it was arranged Amit lucked out because Shree's looking good she she Shree's is looking good very pretty her eyes oh are my gosh. amazing but not even that forget her looking pretty right? no I'm not gonna forget that because I didn't notice it when we saw her last but this time I was like all right Shree, I see you yeah what I'm saying is they seem to have a nice relationship sure we don't see too much hanky panky or romance, but they don't seem like two strangers that don't want to be together, but they have to because someone matched them. Right, right. Okay. So then again, we get this little hype up where we think, "Oh boy, here we go," because Sean goes, "All right, submit. Is there anything you'd like to say to your parents while they're here? Anything and- at all?" Samir starts rambling. He's like, I know it's hard for you guys. If people are talking bad about us, it won't make a difference. The only thing that will make a difference is your acceptance. This is not the reveal Sean wanted. This is not the reveal any, we of, us, wanted. any of us wanted. So she tries again. She's like, okay, Samit, but is there anything else, anything that you want to say to your parents? And Samit kind of rolls his neck. You can tell he's stressed. Mm-hmm. And Anil gives Sana this look like, oh boy, what, what is this? And then Samit bails on it again. And Jenny's just left shaking her head. But I have to say, I, as much as I wanted to see this, I was there for it. 
I understand because Summit wants sadness and they leave. Summit says, this is a conversation I want to have face to face. Which I agree with. If it was anyone but Summit, but Summit's a huge liar. <laughs> he's, a huge, he's a huge liar. And if you asked me to put $100 down on it, I would say $100 says he's lying and he's not going to actually tell his parents. And listen, he doesn't have to tell them. He doesn't have no. to, but he should. He oh, really of should. He should. But I'm saying it's almost like Jenny got what she wanted. They're married. She can stay there. If Summit is a pussy. Oh, hello. And he doesn't want to tell his parents because he's scared. He doesn't have to. They're going to find out eventually. Not right. eventually. They're going to find out if they watch the show. Oh, yeah, and you don't even sure. need to understand English to see the little ceremony they were having. But like they'll know what's up but immediately. But that's way worse is them finding out oh, for from sure. other people who will message them mm-hmm. from the community. I mean, there was a bunch of people at that ceremony that they oh, had. Oh, for sure. That people saw. So it's just best for Samit to come clean. And I think he will. But I'm saying at this point, I don't think Jenny cares. No, she got what she and wanted. And it's his own summit. That's his parents. She got what she wanted. It's all on him. As Kenny said, film it. I oh, think yeah. it was Kenny oh, yeah. to film it. <laughs> okay. Speaking of Kenny and Armando, shall we go to them? Yeah, let's talk about our lovers. Kenny and Armando and Hannah with that cute little haircut. She's so adorable. She's going to be a heartbreaker when she grows up. She, she's very cute. Blowing the kiss to the camera. Loved it. Adorable. So... We learn Kenny's in the States because Cassidy is about to give birth. Literally. Any second. Literally. Any second. And Kenny's conflicted because he does feel like he wants to be around his family. He wants to be there to support them. But he knows his family, his new family, Armando, is back in Mexico. Mm-hmm. So it takes about 30 seconds for Kenny to break down in tears. I feel, I feel him. I would probably cry too. Classic Kenny. And he says he knows... He'll never stay in the States because Armando, best thing that's ever happened mm-hmm. to him, he's going to go where Armando is. Plus, listen, like I get it. Again, I have my family in a different continent, far yes. away, not even yes. Kenny freaking in Mexico. It's way easier to come to the States or the other way around. But mm-hmm. I get it. It's a different country, sure. right? He has grown up kids. Who have their own lives, their own kids, their own fiancés, right? Yeah. And again, he's in Mexico. People go vacation to Mexico. They can come see him. He can fly up to the U.S. Mm -hmm. It's not such a big deal. And the fact that the kids are so hang up on their grown-up dad's life. That's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. But we need this drama. We need this drama. Otherwise, Otherwise, it's Kenny sending back guacamole, and we can't. We can't deal with that for another season. So let's talk about it. By the way, who doesn't like guacamole? I have to say. (laughs) Maybe that's the secret to his looks. It's like, don't eat the guacamole. Please. Avocado is the bomb. It's good for you. I put avocado cream on my face every night. So speaking of his kids, Taylor and Madison are in the studio. Hello. Taylor's hair looking fabulous, but her personality is Uh not really catching Uh up with her hair. (laughs) Madison looks very cute. And then we have Bryson and Cassidy joining yeah. online because Cassidy is literally about to give birth. I'm glad Bryson's there because yeah. Cassidy could pop at any second. So it's good that she's got some family nearby. For sure. So let's talk about it. Well, so, we also have Armando's sister, Debbie. Oh, that's right. True. And, and mom. It's a family affair. 
mom looks good too. It's a family affair. And I'll just note this. They cut to Evelyn once everyone comes out. She's made herself a cocktail. They cut oh, she did? She had like a, like a fancy tequila sunrise or something. It looked very, I there, didn't was, see there it. was garnish. It was, what? it was, it looked Well, they delicious. were at like a hotel or something. They definitely weren't at their house. It's the only benefit of the Zoom tell-all is that you can imbibe. All, True. all 10 hours mm-hmm. or however long it is. Oh, you remember that chick, though, uh-huh. Stephanie Stupanko's best she friend? She made an appearance on The Single Life who was just getting wasted off that red wine. I mean, that's what you do. She's like, I'm Italian. This is what we do. It was such a bad look for her, but <laughs> she's back. She's back. So, yeah, Evelyn made herself a cocktail. I loved it. So, okay. They roll the footage of seniors coming of age story. Seniors coming around to gay marriage story. Accepting the gay marriage as something normal and that's how we have to treat it. And I loved it. Acceptance the segment. And apparently this was the first time Kenny and Armando were seeing the footage. Mm. So it was beautiful, which brings me back to this little question. I thought they all watched the season prior to the tell-all. Well, maybe no. not. They film, they film the tell-all probably mid-season. You think so? Yeah, they have to. Mid-season? Yeah, when would they have filmed the tell-all? They just rolled the last episode last week, and now all of a sudden the tell-all is ready. They filmed it months ago. Yeah, but not before the season ended. Yes, of course. Of course they had to. Yeah. Think about it. The se- they just played the finale episode yeah. last week. Yeah. So that just aired. They couldn't have seen it before last week. Unless they got a super early, That's what I'm saying. unless they got a super early screener, there's no no they yeah. they probably at the point of the tell all they've probably seen a handful of episodes, several episodes. They True. have not seen the whole season. I mean, I would hope that they didn't. So the first time they see some of this stuff is during right. the tell all, which not even with them. Also with Evelyn and Corey, it seemed like that was the first time oh, yeah. Evelyn was seeing some of the footage. So. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's go with that, right? So okay. they see Senior being emotional, accepting. I freaking loved it. Finally, dude, mm-hmm. living in 21st century mm-hmm. with his, what is it called? His wallet chain. Yeah, his wallet yeah. chain. <laughs> yeah. No, it was it was great. And probably the most emotional person watching was Submit. Because acceptance is all he wants. It, it was startling to see that because you go, oh, wow, this isn't just for show. Yeah. This isn't a storyline. Those are real tears coming from, it's the first time I've seen him get emotional and it's watching this moment where uh, Armando's dad accepts something that he had a hard time accepting and Samit's going, I wish my dad could finally Mm -hmm. accept this. Acceptance is all I want. It's all he wants. So, okay. We then get to the baby issue. The baby conversation. And Virginia and Debbie didn't know they wanted to have a child, but they're into it. They just want them to have a child of their own. Because apparently in Mexico, yes, adoption is not very common. Not a big thing in Mexico. Kenny's kids, on the other hand, feel the other way. Well, first Cassidy basically says, mm, I mean, I would be more for the adoption because bringing a baby would make your grandchildren older than your children. What? Who cares? Okay. Uh, who cares? Literally. This woman is on the verge of going into labor right there. And she's saying, I'd be better off if they went the route of adoption. It's like, you're having your own kid. I'm also surprised because I thought that Cassidy and Bryson were both very supportive, which Bryson still is. Bryson still but is. I thought right. that Cassidy was team Bryson and Cassidy. 
But then we go back to Tyler, Taylor, and Madison. And Madison says, for her, for them, it would be the best if they did adoption. A little older kid. That's what they want. It's like, yeah, who cares what you want? You have your own kid. And their whole their whole response is almost like, ew, it's yucky. Like, no, you got no, it's yucky. Like, there was no real reason. It was just like, I would feel more comfortable if you had a adopted child. And basically, Madison said, it's like starting over. It's yucky. But you're starting over, Cassidy, so it doesn't make sense to me. And they're talking about it like Madison. Cassidy's having a child. Yes, but I'm saying this is Madison was saying all this. Right, but so Madison doesn't care that Cassidy's having a child and Cassidy's going to be consumed with her new child and won't be able to go to coffee dates. It's like everyone's got their own lives that they should be consumed with. And then Taylor is like, you're almost 60. Like, and far away. You'll be so consumed by your baby. What about us? It's like, while she also mentions that they're all grown up. It's like, girlfriend, A, you really have to think of what you just said. You're being jealous of your dad's imaginary possible baby. But at the same time, you just think we're all grown up. That's what you should be. That's who you are. Right. right. Why don't you care about your dad's happiness? (laughs) And they're treating it like a negotiation. Yeah, they're like, so for us, it would be the best <laughs> if you did adoption because otherwise it's yucky. It's like, who uh, cares? I don't think I could go as young as six months. I don't know if I can go. Would you be willing to do four years? Could we do four years? I, I, maybe three years. I can go as young as three years. It's like, this is not a negotiation. Yeah, it's like six and up. Otherwise, we're out. <laughs> right. And again, I go back to the fact that Cassidy is about to have a newborn because relationships are a two-way street. Families are two-way street. So how is it okay for Cassie to have a newborn, but not Kenny? Because she's going, well, if you have a newborn, you're going to be so consumed. Well, Cassie, you're going to be consumed. So how can you put all of your effort and energy into this relationship? And also, if let's say Kenny did live in the U.S. with Armando and Hannah, he would still be consumed with Hannah and Armando and with his grandchildren. Yeah. He doesn't care about your... I mean, of course, he cares about his kids, but he would be consumed with... The new kids, the grandkids, right? Of course. Not with your grown-up kids. And again, I'm not saying he wouldn't care. Of course, they're his children, right? Let's just make this straight. Mm-hmm. But Taylor says, oh, you wouldn't have time for us. If he lived in the States, he would spend more time with his grandkids. Come on. Right. And I really do think it is an argument about Mexico versus America more than adoption mm-hmm. versus biological. I don't... the. The age of the kid doesn't really much matter, I don't think. It's more of, I wish you were here in America so we could go on coffee dates. To me, that's what it is. Yeah, for sure. So, so all the girls are team adoption. Bryson, Lucky, yeah. Bryson, Bryson the only voice. He's like, it's about their happiness. I'm all for whatever they want to do. And go, Bryson. Just the faces of the sisters were like, stick to the plan, Bryson. Like, we talked about this. It's like, what are you doing? You're going off script. You're not. <laughs> You know that twin, yeah. which he isn't. No, no, he's got a mind of his own. So it was, that was that. Yeah. Let's see. I don't know if I actually see Kenny and Armando doing either. I honestly, they, Armando has three kids. I mean, Armando has one kid. Kenny has three kids and grandkids. Four. Cassidy, Taylor, oh, you're right. Madison, Four Bryson. kids. Why do you need more kids? But this is just me thinking, right? Well, they're going to want to have a kid of their own. Potentially, that's the True. whole oh, I, the whole thought. Like I know. I know. But yes, I think. Listen, if they can and they can make it happen and that's what they want, they should go for it. Sure. And, and we'll be here to watch. 
All right. Oof. Ellie. A little emotional. Ellie and Victor. Emotional. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about these um, uh, good-looking Ellie and uh, oh my gosh. Uh, Victor. Victor's dangly beard goes back and forth like a it grandfather does. clock <laughs> every time he talks. It's, it's like very tick, distracting. Tick, tick, yeah, it's very distracting. But they're together. They're in the States. We flash back to Ellie and Hiromi talking about Victor's cheating past, right? Hiromi trying to talk sense into Ellie, but her not hearing it. Mm-hmm. Good friend. Friend everyone needs. Let's bring her out. Come on out, Hiromi. Mm-hmm. Well, let's not forget to mention that Victor is in the U.S. on the K-1 visa that they filed before yeah. Ellie moved down there. That was so it almost so- sounded like that was the initial idea. But then it was taking a while and COVID happened. So she said, oh, I'll just move to Providencia. Yeah. But the hurricane happened. Right. So I think during all this, the visa got approved. Now he's in the U.S., but he cannot leave. Correct. But as Victor said, eventually he wants to go back to the island. He Open doesn't want to live in the U.S. Pizza colada. Coming to a beach near you. Which I think it should make Hiromi happy because him saying, I want to go back home and live at the island. I want to bring Ellie with me means he wants to be with her. He's not with her to get to the US. Well, you got to bring the piggy bank with you. True. But I'm saying for some people, it might sound like, oh, he was just trying to get to the US, right? Right. Him right. saying, oh, I'm here now, but eh, I want to go back. Right. No. Okay. So. Hiromi comes out and Sean asks, what red flags did you see in this relationship? How are you so perceptive? And you saw something no one else saw. What was it? And Hiromi's like, uh, the cheating? That's a big ass flag. Pretty big red flag? Yeah. And Victor goes, come on, I'm not the first person to cheat in the world. I didn't do it for love. Like, who's never cheated here? And they go around... <laughs> Kenny Kenny raises his Which hand. Which I can see. And then Samit raised his hand. It's like, Samit, you cheated on your wife with Samit, Jenny. Samit, you were catfishing Jenny. Yeah. If that's not cheating, it's still, it's lying. Yeah, that's the ultimate cheating is yeah, cheating on like your wife. So, yeah. I was sitting over there on the TV screen raising his well, hand. Well, when he was catfishing Jenny, he wasn't married. But he was still with Jenny when he was married. True. That's crazy. This guy's out but of his mind. But my question is, who was he cheating on? Cheating on Jenny or cheating on his wife? His wife. He's married. True. He's bringing other women over. He was with Jenny. What do you mean? Oh, he definitely cheated, but I'm saying, who did he cheat on? He cheated on his wife. His wife came first. Well, I guess his wife didn't. No, she didn't. Ah, That's a good point. You make a good point. He's been with Jenny for years. Ah. And his parents are like, oh, you have to marry this girl. So he was. Okay, but he cheated. Either way, he cheated. Oh, he did. Either on Jenny or his. Probably not in his eyes. No. Because it was never love. It was never real. But come on. Which I put your hand see. down. Put I your hand see. down. But still, let's say let's say we get to say he didn't cheat on his wife because it was never real. It wasn't love. He was cheating on Jenny. Yeah. Oh, there was <laughs> cheating going on. There was cheating. There was definitely exactly. cheating going on. So Hiromi asks if Ellie trusts Victor. And Ellie's like, um. And Hiromi's like, come on. Your hesitation says a lot. And Ellie's like, well, I trust him. But he has anger issues sometimes, and he's going to therapy. He's going to that, therapy that for That I'm paying for. But I think he takes it out on me sometimes, and that's not fair. That sounds really um, red flaggy. Very red flaggy, very disturbing, and mm-hmm. it concerns me a little because, first of all, anger and trust, I don't think they necessarily go hand in hand. So when it's asked, 
do you trust him? And you go, well, he's got anger issues. I'm like, well, you could still be very trustworthy and have a temper or if anger someone issues. has anger issues so big that he needs a therapy and you guys are not even married or you don't even have like a long term relationship. That's a big red flag. I, maybe I could understand if someone's together for 20 years and something happens and then the guy or the girl need the therapy because they cannot control their emotions, right? I can understand the other person supportive. You've been together for so long, right? You want to work on it. Mm-hmm. Being with someone that you've never really lived with, you've been giving him money, he's been cheating on you or he cheated on you, right? And now you're saying you don't trust him. He has anger issues. He goes to therapy. Whoa. Well, here's here's the real issue for me, and I hear what you're saying, but the real issue is her going, he takes it out on me, and we know he has a domestic violence charge. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's why I'm concerned, Mm. because he's getting so angry. How is he taking it out on you, Ellie? Is it getting physical? I hope not. I hope it's screaming well, storming that's off. bad too. It's bad, but it's not as bad as getting yeah, physical. Yeah, but why would you want to keep a relationship with someone? You wouldn't, who- but my point is yeah, this I guy's got it. a I DV see. charge. I see. So that concerns me. And, and fingers crossed that's not the case. But if it is, and also, get out of there. Yes. I was just going to add, why would you want to be with someone who says, ugh, whoever cheated, come on. Right. It's like, uh. Right. I get it. Like people do cheat. Sometimes people cheat when they're unhappy. I don't, I'm not saying it's right. It does happen. Right. But when you justify like this, basically saying, oh, please, who never cheated? That's wrong. And there's a difference between cheating in general or in your past and cheating on the person you're with. So there's people who cheat and it's like, well, I wasn't with the right person. I didn't care about the relationship. When I meet the right person, I'll never cheat. He cheated on her. So if you cheated on that person once, you'll probably cheat on them again. It's not like, well, I was never happy, but now I'm happy. It's like, no, you cheated on this person. So issues all around. Big issues all around. So then the other issue comes up, which is money. And Ellie's like, call me cheap or whatever, but I've helped you out a lot. And this makes Victor feel bad, a little uncomfortable because he can't contribute to the relationship. And we learn about $5,000 is what Ellie's given Victor. I can believe that it was just $5,000. I know, which, nothing to sneeze at. 5K is 5K. Mm-hmm. But we've watched the show long enough where we know guys like David or others are tens of thousands, 50,000, you know? So oh you hear 5,000, you're Caesar. like... Caesar, right? Spending his entire paycheck. Oh my gosh. So you hear 5,000 and you're like, I mean, like, that's... like living off of ramen noodles. Yeah. Oh, poor Caesar. So you hear that and Sean asks Hiromi, do you think this is going to last? And of course, Hiromi, she's not positive. Here's what I'll say. I don't know if you noticed, very subtle, but Victor and Ellie were really the only couple who were showing any affection during That's this. That's not true. Um, there may have been one. Who were you going to say? I am baby. There may have been one point where I think Ari leaned her mm-hmm. head on baby. Okay. One moment. Watch the entire tell all. Victor and Ellie are holding hands mm-hmm. or he's scratching her leg or they're cuddling. 
the entire time. It wasn't just like, oh, one moment. Well, also, some people are on TV and some people are half on TV, half in the studio. Okay, so. uh, but I bought it. It well, looked yeah, yeah, authentic yeah. to me. It yeah. looked like they actually do love each other. It looked like they have a good relationship, like they're comfortable with each other. And that was positive to me. That made me think, oh, maybe they will last. I think she also gives him a lot of passes because you know, she had a tough past yeah. and she found someone else that she loves. And so even... Even though there are bad things going on, like his anger issues and all the money issues, she's still like, oh, like, let me look past all this. Like, he can be sweet. He can be nice. I believe that. But I still think she should look at the issues. She needs to keep both eyes open. Yes. Here's here's my only wish. We're at the end of this segment. I wish they brought out Dylan. I want to know how the pizza business is going. Oh, yeah. And how many kids he's kidnapped since the season started? Probably a lot. Probably a whole bunch. Pizza parlor. Pizza pizza. <laughs> right? <laughs> Little Caesar. Dylan. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's Ellie and Victor, which brings us to our last couple. Corey. And Evelyn. And Evelyn. They're still together, mm-hmm. even though things aren't perfect. Apparently, Corey is on very thin ice because he hasn't been completely transparent with Evelyn, which... What else is there to share? I know, but apparently new things are coming up, Corey. Okay, okay. So we immediately flash back to Corey eating penis. <laughs> and then Corey's brother telling him he won't go to the wedding. All the greatest hits, mm-hmm. all the all the most depressing moments in Corey's life. And that's when Sean brings in Leslie and Lipsy and Matt and Judge Taylor. Matt and Taylor in person. Yes. Hello. Yes. Lipsy and Leslie. Leslie are joining through the video. Yes. And Sean asks about the penis soup if they regret ordering it for Corey. And they're like, definitely not. Corey needs some balls. But apparently it's a ball soup, yeah, not ball, a peanut. Bull, I was thinking, I'm like, I don't think you're eating a peanut. Bull ball soup, you know. Bull ball soup. And <laughs> Corey was like, yeah, not my favorite, but the main issue, which I totally understand was their motive. You know, it wasn't that he was eating ball yeah. soup, it's that they were trying to mess with him. Oh, I totally get it. Like, listen, you know, in Chuck, we eat pig brain with eggs, like scrambled, scrambled uh. brain. I would offer it to you, but I would tell you what it is. Mm-hmm. I would be like, you want to get a little smarter? And I appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> this guy needs more brains. Here, eat this. Yeah. So brother Matt's like, it was an immature act, but it was pretty funny. And Judge Taylor's like, I'll allow it. Let me just bring this up. I don't know if you saw it, but Matt and Taylor. First, I thought they were Corey's siblings. Yeah, I could see that. They look the same. I could see that. They look the same. Same colors. Like, this whole thing. I'm like, oh, look at Cody. He has a sister. Oh, oh, no, no, no. That's, that's Matt's Well, sister-in-law. Wife. Sister-in-law. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Second, though, you said first. That was your only point? Oh, my only point. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so... We learned the time Brother Matt spent with Evelyn wasn't greatest. And Corey's trapped and has no say in their relationship. That's how he feels. And Taylor's like, yeah, we don't have a good relationship with Evelyn. Turned pretty sour pretty quickly. And Evelyn's like, yeah, you guys didn't care about me. You you only talked to me when the parents were around. And so Corey says, I was upset the way you treated Evelyn caused us all to become distant. It wasn't good for our family. 
it fractured us. And that's kind of why we are at the place we're at now. Well, he kind of blamed on Taylor. He said, oh, it all started going, you know, separated way or separated way mm-hmm. after Taylor joined the family. Yeah. So it's almost like Cody's blaming Taylor. Matt is blaming Evelyn. Evelyn's having a kick out of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Just joking with Evelyn. I'm like, maybe Evelyn and Taylor can become friends after all because I don't know about it that. seemed like... The brothers have issues with the wives. I don't know about that. I don't think they got along at, at all. No, they didn't. But I'm saying now when Evelyn was kind of like joking about it. So it's almost like she's, oh, wait a minute, Matt, you had an issue with me. But Corey has an issue with Taylor. So probably it's our fault. Right. We have that in common. We all hate each other. Yeah. So <laughs> Corey gets kind of sad. He's like, I've been here seven years. Not one person from the family has visited me. That was very sad. And Stephen... Must have been like, oh, shit, I haven't started trouble in a minute. What can I say? And Stephen goes, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, Corey's not really alone. He does have Jenny. And I almost feel like the production told him to say it. Because uh, that came out of nowhere. You're giving Stephen too much credit. That came out of nowhere. You're giving Stephen too much credit. So everyone's like, oh, shit. Except Sean, who's like, thank you for breaking the ice. Great segue. Because they play the Jenny footage. And you see Evelyn in that little box in the picture and picture in the corner looking so pissed. She I starts like hitting. She hit, yeah, yeah, She yeah. starts hitting Corey. <laughs> and it, w- it would have been a hilarious, hilarious segment if like while they're playing that recap footage, you just see Evelyn like WWF wrestling Corey in the bottom <laughs> corner, like dragging him across the screen, hitting him over the head with a foldable chair. Well, I think she hit him enough. And then she, she basically said, I want to throw up. This was, I want to throw up. Yeah. Which is, I get it, but it's a little immature to say that because she knew about this. And I get it. Seeing it. Seeing it's a little different. For sure. But yeah, I would probably be pissed too. Yeah. Corey, Corey looks like a sad puppy. He apologizes. He's like, I want to take ownership. I want to move forward. Everyone starts piling on him. Yeah, Lipsy even and Matt Leslie. is like, oh, dude, that wasn't cool. You got to take inventory of your past mistakes. Lipsy and Leslie saying you're not a real man. Evelyn starts crying. It's the most emotion I've seen from her. And ca- and she's calling the relationship toxic, which I'm like, it is toxic. But the fact that you <laughs> acknowledge it. Side, yeah. And not even saying, oh, our relationship became toxic. She's been, She said, the past couple of years, our relationship has been toxic. Yeah. That's bad. Look in the mirror, Evelyn. I think you have a large part to do with that. So Sean asks Stephen his thoughts. And finally, Stephen gets some awareness because he's like, I'm not one to condemn right now. Good. He finally smartens up, right? Evelyn looks so defeated. She thinks maybe we need a therapist to help us break up, which is an interesting, mm-hmm. which is an interesting avenue. Go to a bad therapist. They probably will have you breaking up. Um, But that's it. I mean, how did they not bring Jenny in? Right. We got Minty last time. No Jenny. Very true. Very true. We could have spiced this tale all up. Yeah. Bring Jenny. Oh, my gosh. Jenny. And that's why it was just one part. Just just one tale. Thank goodness. I'm glad they didn't stretch this into two. It was one was more than enough. True. Listen, it had its spicy moments, but it didn't live up to the hype. That's for sure. But <sighs> next up is before the 90 days. I cannot wait. We are excited. New couple. All new couples, right? All new couples except for a soldier boy. 
Well, but it's still a new listen, couple. It's just him. Him, but a new old lady. I'm freaking here for it. Absolutely here for it. So here for it. So excited. Coming next Sunday. Ooh. So stay tuned for that. Hope you guys are excited for that. Thank you guys for listening to this recap. We hope you enjoyed. Hope you enjoyed the season. Mm-hmm. But we're excited. We're excited for what's next. So make sure you guys follow us on Instagram again. Check the show notes. We'll be updating that Instagram soon. Make sure you guys follow the podcast. It's so easy to do. Wherever you're listening, look down and smash that follow button. Yeah, guys, smash it that. It's as hot as the new season, or at least it looks like Hopefully it. Hopefully it's hot. And thank you again for the review. Thank you again for the reviews. <laughs> a little tongue-tied there. Well, it's been a long season. What was it says, Professor? Poor Professor. <laughs> I'm sorry, poor Professor. We love the review. Thank you so much. Don't yes. play this podcast to the kids. Nah, well, maybe, Although, listen, maybe we are pretty nice. Got a couple more nice, listeners. Yeah. So thank you, poor professor. And if you haven't left a review, please do. Really helps us out. And if you're teaching writing, have your kids write us some reviews. Oh, look at that. <laughs> well, good exercise. Thank good you, exercise. guys. Thank right. you. And don't forget, the name is changing on Tuesday the 7th. So if you're listening on Tuesday, it's Ma- under a new name. We're married to reality. Married to us. reality. Look at us. If you're fast and you're listening on Monday night. Still crazy. Still crazy in love. All right. <laughs> we have said it all. I think I have said it all. Have you said it all? Oh, I sure did. We have told all on this tell all. Which means <laughs> we will talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.